You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Les Bertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Chang. Throw on your flannel, rent your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. As of June 15, 2020, the Supreme Court ruled that no one can be fired for being trans or gay. And if you have not looked into this ruling, and you're just now hearing about it, you probably thought what I thought when I first saw the headline. I thought that was already a thing. Apparently not. It was only locally in a few places, but now it is a federal law. I'm going to preface this episode with saying this. I don't condone bigotry or discriminating against people for being gay or trans. I just wonder if this is going to actually work. And I'm not saying this for pessimistic reasons, Does anyone know the last time when somebody decided they wanted to be bold enough to write on severance papers or maybe a written warning or maybe even said it verbally, I am going to fire you for being gay or you've been too trans in here today, I'm going to write you up for it. Usually people don't do that. They'll find some other possible reason for firing you. Maybe you were late more than once. Or that one time you actually stood up for yourself and they're going to say that it was insubordination, something like that. And that's what they're going to use to get rid of you. So proving it is going to be hard. It looks good on paper. It's going to be really hard to prove. While if you're going to use laws for these sorts of things, I see how it can be a catch-all saying, hey, if there is that one-off or the cases where somebody actually is saying that they don't like people for being gay and trans. It's something that's been said out loud. All of their employees know. Other people that that CEO or some whoever it is works with knows they're anti-trans. And they definitely treat you differently than everybody else because of that aspect. In those cases where it's very blatant, I can see how that's beneficial, being able to point out they definitely fired me for being gay and told me I didn't fit. I just don't think that's going to be something that happens often. Also, I don't think it does much for bigotry as a long-term goal. It doesn't stop anybody from discriminating. It just makes that anger just simmer, where people are just thinking, oh, I wish I wouldn't have hired this person for being gay, and now I'm just going to find ways to needle at them in the background and mistreat them subtly so I don't get in trouble. And that bigotry doesn't really go away because they're being now forced into a situation and they're trying to pretend like they're a different person who isn't filled with hate. And I really don't want to work for that kind of person. I don't want to give them my labor if that's the kind of person that's going to be my boss. I'm not okay with that. I'd rather know that. But with laws like this, it just makes people have to act in a different way. And while that seems like it's a good thing, it doesn't change who they are. I'd rather these people be out in the open so that we know, hey, that company 
is headed by a bigot and they treat their employees terribly. I want to be able to say that and point that out and those people will be open enough to be that way so that I can warn other people. It's just like when we talk about the free market and going to stores where they're owned by people that are bigots. I'd rather that out in the open because if you just allow these people to by law stay open and they're forced to serve you if you're trans or gay, no matter what, then why would you want to give your money to people like that? These hateful, angry people, why would you want to do that? Wouldn't you rather say, I want to stop this business from being in business simply by the fact that I told my friend, they told their friends that this is owned by a bigot. We're not going to pay for anything there. We're not giving them any money. And the people who still shop there, when they find out these people are bigots, well, I'm staying away from them too. But nobody wants to really be seen as a bigot or somebody who's supporting it rather openly by going to a store and handing their money over to these people. It does more to be able to shame and to express your opinion with money, especially in a free market. And if I hear one more time somebody says that we have a free market right now and it's not working, you got to know what the definition of words are. Free means no involvement whatsoever. It'd be like you walk freely walking down the street. You're just walking on your own two legs. Somebody reaches and grabs you by the scruff of the neck and stops you and turns you in a slightly different direction. You're still walking, but they've now started to guide your path. Are you free now? Because that's not where you were going. Somebody's directing you. Just like with the free market at this point, complaining about all the subsidies, big businesses being propped up by the government. So if the government starts manipulating businesses saying, hey, this business cannot fail, it's no longer free because they have now changed the course. Instead of allowing this business to fail, they are now making sure it stays open. That's not a free market. Learn what the definition of free is. And while we're talking about free markets, can we talk about regulations real quick? You can't say that if the only reason that we have to have government in the market is for regulation. That doesn't make any sense. A business will regulate itself if it finds it necessary. Just like the UFC decided that they didn't want to have fighters that were possibly doping. So they hired their own company, outside company, to do the testing. They didn't need to be told that. It makes me think of that dumb meme that goes around that it's Ayn Rand, Paul Ryan, and Rand Paul, I believe, walk into a bar and they take a drink and drop dead. Stating if there's no regulation, then who's to stop people from making products that could kill you? I can tell you who, what would stop that. Money. How are you going to continually get money and have continuing customers to give you the money if those customers keep dying? It doesn't make any sense. And eventually people will notice that people are dying and they're not going to give their money to that business either because people die when they go there. I don't know about you. If I'm going to a bar, I'm going there to get drunk, not get dead. It makes no sense. Dumb. The other thing that I find strange about this bill is the fudging of the definition of sex. Biological sex is male and female. Sexual orientation, not the same thing. It's if you are you have a preference for male or female or both. This ruling was written by Gorsuch, who is one of Trump's conservative appointees, which is funny that a bill like this was it got a 6-3 vote. So that should tell you something. All, all the conservatives are probably freak, freaking out right now that 
they're now realizing there is definitely some progressivism within their party. But this is from Gorsuch. An individual's homosexuality or transgender status is not relevant to employment decisions. Gorsuch wrote in the decision, which applied to three separate cases, that's because it is impossible to discriminate against a person for being homosexual or transgender without just discriminating against that individual based on sex. Makes no logical sense whatsoever. And here's what I mean. To be gay, you have to be a man. But to be a man, you don't have to be gay. If you can't make things logically line up on both sides, it's not going to work. Let's make that even more obvious. To be a widower, you must be a man, because if you are a woman, you would be a widow. But to be a man, you don't have to be a widower. Or we'll just make this even more ridiculous if I hate the color puce, and I pointed out a car that was colored puce and said, I hate puce-colored cars. Would I then hate the color puce? Or cars that are colored puce? Or all cars? It just doesn't make any sense. To me, it feels like they just took this ruling and tried to force it to make it work so that we could use Title VII and say, hey, sex, we'll just lump that in there with sexual orientation and sex together. So, yep, this ruling is correct. We can rule that you can't discriminate against trans and gay people because we've just decided, decided to make sex an entirely different thing and just force this in, which I'm a little worried about. What other stuff could they fudge? If they can decide that sex and sexual orientation are the same exact thing, which makes no sense when you look at a person, you say, that's a man. You don't say, hey, that's a gay man, or that's a lesbian woman, or that's a heterosexual man. You wouldn't even necessarily always know that. Not all of us, all of us gays are walking around with a flag and gay pride written all over us. It's just kind of a thing that exists, and it doesn't necessarily manifest outwardly just upon appearance. It's just stupid. Also, what does that tell you about the precedent that's being set, that you can make whatever words fit whatever category. That's always been a worry for me, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court, is that the precedent they take with certain cases, they will continue on to do it. They will try to fudge other stuff, and they will steadily do this, and people just go, yeah, I love it, because the result that I enjoyed is the the result that it ended up being chosen, so I don't actually care, but if they're able to do all this fudging with words and on cases just to fit their narrative, you don't think that's going to bite us in the ass at any point. That judges can just make words mean whatever they'd like. If you want it to say something, why don't you just write it that way? Of course, when Title VII and the Civil Rights Act were created, they didn't have trans people in mind that wasn't something that was widespread, and they didn't have gays in mind when they did it. So instead of doing something else, we're just going to just lump sexual orientation in with sex. Those are two different things. Really strange. Anyway, so that's my opinion on all of this. I don't really think anti-discrimination in the long term does anything. It doesn't stop people from trying to fire you for some other strange reason. And sexual orientation is just who you like, who you love, who you want to be with. 
And sex is whether you're male or female. Why don't we know what words mean in this society these days? I have no idea. But hopefully, we will remember this word, we'll remember this lesson. That especially in this time, with all of the struggle, all of the unrest, love one another. And until next time, you can reach me at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even Gmail. Just search out Lesbertarian or on Gmail, just tag on Lesbertarian at gmail.com and you can reach me. Tell me what you think about this ruling. Tell me whatever you would like. I want to hear more from the audience. And remember this as well. Words actually mean things.